0: Oh my God! What's that? Dude, Oh my God! Oh my God! It's it's the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley. It's the horror
1: comedy podcast.
0: It's the horror comedy podcast, the only podcast where we get high and I tell you a true scary story. And at the end of the podcast, we're going to see if I scared you, Jake. Exactly. That was so good. I'm never scared. Never once. One time we were walking down the street and I'm not even joking, you guys, literally the sidewalk in front of us like opened up and I seen all these little tiny shadow demons crawl out and Jake just like kicked them back down into the hole.
1: This is Sparta.
0: Yeah. He didn't care. He was just like, (laughs) please. Please. I'm trying to go.
1: You can't have her back. <laughs> oh, I was wondering why my throat hurts. I'm coughing so much.
0: This morning, you're like, oh, I feel so sick. I feel so congested. And then this afternoon, you're like, pulled this vape out of your pocket. And I feel like you're about to tell me, oh, I hit this. But then you realized it was empty and you were like, <laughs> oh, my God. I smoked this whole vape by myself in one night.
1: <laughs> and if we have any listeners in Kansas City, um, specifically security guards, okay, that time? I stole your unopened water and drank it in front of you, I apologize.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> think we have. Move. To, we have to address the allegations.
1: This will come out later, many years <laughs> later.
0: Yeah, so the allegations go that allegedly Jake was really thirsty and drunk at a bar, and he did grab um, an unopened water bottle and start drinking it. But it turns out it was the security guards, it's
1: the bouncers,
0: the bouncer. Look, I'm not going to say it was a a power move. To assert dominance?
1: To assert dominance. I gave it back to him. I'm a wild, thirsty man. That's why we always say at the end of the podcast, don't forget to drink water.
0: I think there are warrants out for your arrest in
1: Kansas City. But shout out, Casey for showing some love. I don't know if I'd like it there yet. Maybe I have to go back. But traffic was horrible.
0: Jake went to Kansas City.
1: Yeah. It sounds like an Ernest Goes to Camp movie. It was. Ernest Takes on DC.
0: Ernest... Goes on a fucking bender in Kansas City <laughs>
1: <laughs> Smokes an entire vape cart to the fucking throat
0: Yeah Okay, last week we gave you a surprise 420 episode If you caught it, congratulations And I hope you enjoyed it If not, go check it out It was an episode about Alice Toklas, A queer Jewish woman Who invented basically the first recipe for pot brownies that is widely known today as pot brownies. Back then she called it Cannabis Fudge. It's
1: the Cannabis Fudge.
0: She had like a fucking mustache. She was...
1: Hella mustached.
0: Yeah. And the most beautiful, second most beautiful love story.
1: And (laughs) Thank you.
0: Yes. And now she hunts a fucking hotel in Seattle. And (sighs) also she lived in a neighborhood where there was a bear on the roof. And if you want all those details tied together, you'll just have to listen to the episode. Shit was wild. It was pretty crazy. This week, I would like to tell you a story about perception.
1: Deal. All about- Reality f- is perception. Is it? That's what I've told. Perception what? is reality. Oh, what the fuck. I can't remember which way they said it.
0: June 6th, 1994. Meng Zaquo. Do you want to spell that? I'm going to. M-E-N-G. That's the first name. Meg. Meng. Z-H... And is silent. <laughs> Z-H-A-O-Q-U-O. Chuan. Meng Zaquo?
1: Z-H-A. I feel like that makes a schwao.
0: I think it's zao Chu. It
1: tight. All right, listen, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to
0: tell you straight up that I have this problem where <laughs> I'm not well-educated and I have not been to many places. And for that reason... I basically am illiterate and I say things wrong all the time. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot pronounce things right. She's
1: from filthy Philadelphia. From
0: Philadelphia. I barely finished high school and that was the furthest I pursued education. I've read some books.
1: Babe, you're smart as fuck. Why are you being mean to yourself? I'm
0: right? not being mean. This is my little disclaimer because what I'm about ah, to say... Okay. What I'm about to say is that at first I was just going to completely butcher this but then Jake thoughtfully, rightfully, was like, that is completely not like... How those words are pronounced in Chinese, and I was like, okay. So we Googled it. We did a little bit of research here. Okay, looked it up, and so for the rest of the episode, I want you to know I'm going to try to say it the right way. I'm not trying to be offensive or like be a yeah. dick or anything.
1: Xiao, like your Xiao. Shao, Xiao Chu. Xiao right? Chu.
0: Xiao Chu. Yeah. That's our guy. His is Xiao Chu. Meng Xiao Chu. Bless you. Was working outdoors as a logger in Wu Chang, Hai with his cousins okay that's in china you, why'd
1: you pick this story because <laughs> it, it's no no it's really good
0: what are you some fucking we're not even into, i'm two sentences in i would love to tell you the story but i haven't <laughs> sorry, even gotten into the story so you don't even know if it's good
1: ming xiao bitch
0: this isn't a fucking geography podcast this is a goddamn cold. fucking y'all aren't coming here for a lesson on fucking chinese mandarin fucking language i fucking doubt it
1: it's going really well, though.
0: Yeah, well, it's eastern fucking China. If you want to know.
1: Okay, I did.
0: Well, he was a logger. He chopped down trees. And he worked outside with his cousins. And together they chopped down trees. Together. Together. it's honestly pretty romantic, if you think about it. In with a his way. brothers? His cousins. Not like romantic, cousins. but like.
1: First cousins or second cousins?
0: Hmm. A Shirts. sprinkling of each. Ugh. They as they worked, one of them noticed a glistening metal object headed straight into the nearby mountainside about a hundred meters away. That is three hundred feet. It was shaped like a tadpole. This is a picture of a similar UFO that was seen on
1: Looks like semen.
0: Tadpole. <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> It
0: does totally look like a sperm. Okay. <laughs> it a hundred percent looks like a sperm. This is from a still from a video um taken from a flight from Dubai to Paris, but it is God
1: just, just busting a hot load.
0: It does look like a gigantic sperm. For sure. Tadpole. Okay. This is a picture from 2018. This is not the picture. Okay, but this is similar to what they saw. The men tried to forget about it, but over the next few days, their curiosity was piqued. Plus, if it was a weather balloon, they could scrap it and sell the parts and make big bucks. Oh,
1: 1994? I guess they had those.
0: Yeah. So, him and his cousin decided to cash in, and they started the climb up Phoenix Mountain. As they got within 150 meters of the long, white object, don't ask me to do that ah! one to, that one's way harder
1: long white object
0: a big sperm it is sperm it started to make a loud high pitched noise they tried approaching the object from the other side but as they got closer they started to feel numb from the rear and the object <laughs> shrieked again so it scared them and they oh uh,
1: it's shrieking
0: it started to scream at them every time they got close
1: what it sound like Whee-
0: Probably not like that, but maybe like that. So they were like, let's just go back to the logging commune, okay? And we'll get some backup. So they go back down, and they tell everybody. They tell the other workers. They tell their cousins. They tell their homies. And over the next couple days, they gather volunteers. And on daybreak on June 9th, 1994, a convoy of over 30 people embarked towards Phoenix Mountain. They had cameras and binoculars. Some of them had food and drink on the way there. It was almost kind of like a party, fun time. Hey. Yeah, oh yeah. They all had the sole intent of catching a look at the unidentified flying object. Oh
1: shit! What is this? Aliens? Fucking Bring aliens. some Pepsi.
0: Fuck yeah! <laughs> I've seen Pepsi Doritos. and Doritos. There's yeah. like Cheeto Taco fingers Doritos. on the thing. Yeah,
1: on the thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the unidentified flying object oh, was covered Marlboro's. in a strange orange powder. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Looked like Donald Trump's tan.
0: Gross. Once they reached the final stop of the ride, they started up Phoenix Mountain together without even stopping to enjoy the beautiful views around them. They ventured towards the site under the impression that it might have been a downed helicopter or a downed weather balloon. They walked in the forest, they walked up the mountain, they did their thing, and finally they were about 10 kilometers away from where they thought the thing had crashed.
1: 6.2 miles.
0: Wow, that was so fast. Quick math. Shao Chu and his two cousins were at the front of the venture. I see Oh my god. The one cousin said, I don't see it. The other cousin's like, Yeah, I don't see it either. And then Xiao Chu is like, Oh my god, I fucking see it, you guys. And then out of nowhere, he fainted. like a Victorian era woman.
1: What if he's lying?
0: You think he's lying? Maybe. He did maybe he didn't see it at all or he didn't see it just now.
1: It's such a drama queen.
0: It was very dramatic. It was very dramatic. He actually fell face first, like right onto his face. Oh, fuck. When he got up, his mouth was like full of dirt and grass. Pretty gross. Thanks, cousins. Appreciate it. When he got up, everyone swarmed him. They're like, are you good? Are you good? He couldn't even talk. He was so confused. But he just.
1: He was speaking.
0: English. English. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Everyone around him was trying to talk to him, but he just couldn't manage to utter a word. Half the group rushed to his side, and some of them were like a lookout, and then the other half of the group set out to find this gigantic UFO. Get it! They were about to get it. The group walked into the forest, and they did find a large clearing where all the plants and trees were cut and mashed as if they had been squished. Squished. But there was no object there. There was this weird plastic bag-like material.
1: Weird. Like a shit ton of it. They littered.
0: The aliens littered. That's
1: fucked up, man. It
0: was weird. It was, like, really colorful, like, almost pearlescent and very strange. But everybody was like, trash, I guess. I
1: ah,
0: Who's littering? It's the
1: trash. It's weather balloon.
0: Who would do this?
1: This fucking weather balloon shit.
0: So they were all like, well, I guess there's no whatever. We're not going to see what we're looking for, so let's get out of here. So they got Shao Chu out of the mountains and... The, the first building when you get off the mountain is this greenhouse, and they wanted to get him help because he had passed out or whatever. So they,
1: Greenhouse. <laughs> so
0: they rolled up a big joint. They
1: rolled him up in <laughs> a fat tarp.
0: Um. They put him in the greenhouse, and they called for a doctor, and they waited in the greenhouse with him. Once there, he fought to keep his hands covering his face. It was like the light was hurting him. He was like, ah, no.
1: The light is blinding.
0: Yeah. He was convulsing. He oh. was...
1: He's and the, not doing good.
0: No, he's really not. And the craziest thing is like it's an it's a greenhouse, so there's all this plant stuff in there.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he is like fucked up about metal. He's like terrified of metal. There's like a a shovel or whatever, he freaks the fuck out, slaps it away, runs. There's a fucking little tiny gardening spade. He kicks it away from him. He's like, ah! I fucking
1: all of a sudden hate metal. Isn't this weird? So
0: scared. He's so scared of metal. They try to get him to lay down on this table, but it's iron and he fucking can't. Ah!
1: It's it's metal! Yes.
0: A very intense subject. Allergic to metal! Very scared of the metal. All kinds of foil, aluminum, and iron accessories. They're fucking him up. He hates it. He hates him. He hates it. His tongue was stiff. He could not relax his tongue. Ugh. Disturbing. His eyes were darting around frantically. He was freaking the fuck out. He was like a scared animal. Mm-hmm. The doctor showed up, and the doctor was baffled. He tried to take Xiao Chu's heart rate, you know, with the stethoscope, but the stethoscope was repelling his skin like two opposite magnets like he could not get his stethoscope on the guy's skin he
1: was magnetized
0: he was magnetized
1: he was magnetized maybe
0: that's why he was so afraid of metal because he didn't want to get stuck to it Ah,
1: (laughs) was he speaking
0: not coherently okay so the doctor believed him but just sent him home because there was nothing else he could do and they literally put xiao in his house on his couch and they just like left him okay no metal in (laughs) here Bye. You're coming to work tomorrow, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, his boss.
0: <laughs> you will not be calling out over this.
1: Yeah, no, no, this doesn't qualify as a medical emergency.
0: Mm-mm. That night, Xiao Chu laid on his couch. He was trying to get back to his normal self, but he was not physically able to turn his head away from the direction of the mountain. Like, imagine how that would feel if you were like... trying to turn your head moving your whole body and your head Uh, like tracks the one direction i would fucking freak out um and at one point he was desperate to break his gaze so desperate (laughs) (laughs) don't break the gaze support the gaze
1: support the gaze
0: he locked himself in his bathroom to force himself to look away he splashed water on his face and when he looked up in the mirror he was shocked to see that he had a red purple mark in the middle of his forehead the same shape as the spaceship
1: Oh, like a gross. tadpole
0: shaped mark, like a, a sperm shaped sperm mark. Sperm shaped
1: mark. They busted all over his face.
0: One bust. Ming. <laughs> it was one large sperm. Ugh. Not a man. Do we have a picture of his head? Not a sea man, but a sea man.
1: Sea man.
0: Uh, this is Shachu. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he looks like. Uh... Can we zoom in on the head?
0: Oh, it, his forehead is fine in this picture because it was like nine years later.
1: Oh. That's where he found it? Is that where he saw it?
0: This is the mountain up here, yeah. Oh, I don't is,
1: go on mountain.
0: This is nine years later, so the woods look like shit. They're protected now. But, they
1: look like shit because they logged them.
0: Yeah, because Xiao Chu was such a good fucking lumberjack.
1: Fucking Xiao Chu.
0: Real manly. Where did the incident spread like wildfire? The next day, reporters and neighbors and everyone and their grandmas were asking to talk to Xiao Chu. So, he did do an interview the day after the incident, and he said, this is translated Avi." but... The day I was stunned by a monster, I took this telescope, and I saw that there was a black-clothed man standing in the window of the flying saucer. The alien, he raised his left hand with something the size of a cigarette box in his palm and aimed at my forehead, and a beam of strong light came over. The intensity of that beam was hundreds of times stronger than that of a flash. I felt intense pain in my forehead at that time. I was knocked down to the ground immediately.
1: That's kind of fucked up. That's like some guy with like a laser pointing at airplanes. And he's just like, bang. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But I knew in my heart that someone was rescuing me. I was carried into the greenhouse and I saw a very tall alien. An alien who descended from the sky and it was a female alien wearing an open jumpsuit.
1: Hell yeah. style. Hell yeah.
0: Titties out. Titties
1: out, bro. Probably
0: three boobs. (sighs) Um,
1: Not after Meng's done with them.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, So, yeah. Meng's
1: face. He's like, I saw the forbidden titties.
0: He didn't like it, clearly. Yeah, actually, probably we should stop making jokes like that at some point because there's going to be some probe-adjacent stuff happening. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, he looks so upset about it, too.
0: Yeah, he could tell. So, yeah, according to Xiao Chu's companions, they all walked into the mountains, and he yelled that he saw it, and then he passed out. But to Xiao Chu, he saw the craft, it shot a beam of light into his forehead, then he passed out, he felt himself get carried in the greenhouse, and he saw an alien come out of the sky, that's who was carrying him, he thought, and she had her boobs out, I think, and he thought she was the one who rescued him. He had no perception of the group even being there at the time, and he was the only one who saw any of it. A few days went by. Xiao Chu's wife and kids wanted life to go back to normal, so he tried his best to make that happen.
1: Dad, stop looking at mega. Please.
0: Please. you. What's mega? Like. The Donald Trump? No. Manga? Manga. Manga? Oh. Manga? I was like. What does Donald oh. Trump have to do with alien titties? Manga titties. Yes. <laughs> manga titties. Manga yeah. titties. Big time. Big Sorry. time.
1: Not <laughs>
0: manga. <laughs> I was not going to bring it up, but I was like thinking on that. I was manga like, titties. Maybe that's a social cue I'm mm-hmm. not picking up on. No, manga. Yeah, I agree. Definitely some manga shit. I thought of that movie. Like Spaceballs, oh, I think, has a girl with three titties.
1: That's good. Now that's uh, the original three-tittied girl. This is from an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. What is yeah, that? That is called, um, fuck, it's, I think it's Total Recall.
0: Okay. I yeah, remember I think, that. I
1: think it's Total Recall. That's what I was thinking of. If it's not, check me, audience.
0: She's like green or whatever. I remember her.
1: Yeah, she uh, did have three great titties. To my mom. menaces <laughs> out there, who didn't <laughs> yank them out? Who didn't <laughs> yank one out to them? Three fucking titties. Uh, All right. PSA. Oh, my God. Continue.
0: Who? So, July 16th, 1994, Xiao Chu and his wife laid in bed together, both sleeping oh, innocently minding their business. Yeah. When Shao Chu felt- He probably
1: a- sleeps like this now.
0: In the fetal position, yeah. probably. Oh, you know? yeah.
1: <laughs> his okay. wife has to be the big
0: spoon. <laughs> when Xiao Chu felt a warm tingle on the top of his head.
1: Oh, this girl's pissing on. <laughs>
0: <What>? Sick fuck. <laughs> no. It was a strange, warm, fluffy feeling. Oh. It spread down his body, past uh. his neck past his arms, legs, till it took over oh, his whole body. Okay. Then he began to levitate.
1: He's on drugs. He's on some shroomies. He
0: woke, you think he's just on drugs? <laughs> oh my god. You <laughs> <laughs> Let me have some. He woke up in that moment and watched as he floated above his wife, above their room, through their house, and then he was floating in <sighs> the sky above his own roof. Okay. You're not buying it? No. No?
1: Transcended be loud as fuck and his
0: his it would body would be loud body, what do you what mean what, it would be
1: loud it'd be loud if he fucking <laughs>
0: what sound would it make
1: well first off okay <laughs> it would make the sound of your whole body hitting the ceiling
0: no why would they like not this. have the technology to you don't you're did you it's like pulling them i'm up so sorry like, oh. i missed the part of the story where he slammed into the roof a bunch he slammed into the ceiling that's so weird because it didn't say that yeah, anywhere he's just getting pounded. but you had an inside scoop that yeah. he actually just got and close then,
1: to and death. He, all i imagine is just like him hitting it like no two there was times. no
0: there was no hitting
1: two times and then they're like fuck fuck wow. Maybe. Out, out a window or something an open <laughs> window
0: straight out oh my god yeah um
1: Sorry. There was no hitting. more comical. (laughs) It is way
0: funnier. I was like, what sound would it make? But yeah, no, that... If it was designed by humans... No wonder he's hurt. (laughs) No, there was no slapping. He
1: phased right through them walls.
0: He phased right through that shit. There, and okay, listen, gentlemen and ladies and ladies, I'm going to give you a little trigger warning here because what we are about to describe is technically sexual assault. And oh shit! His story is valid. I believe male survivors. Okay, then they have uh,
1: Yeah, believe male survivors of three of whatever aliens. Yeah, of okay. All right.
0: Of whatever. This could be about a, you know. It's intersectional, really. Assault, abduction, sightings of aliens. Intersectional, Account. yeah. I believe him that he saw UFO that they assaulted him and th- uh something else but I forgot what my point was.
1: <clears throat> I don't. He looks greasy as fuck. Like look at that On business that suit. On what
0: basis? He's a lumberjack. In a suit? I mean not at this point he wasn't.
1: Well this at this point he's in his pajamas. So. Yeah.
0: He's
1: butt ass naked just flying through the air.
0: About oh, to be another fever dream I've had. Uh, really?
1: Yeah. It's kind of
0: scary. That's kind of scary, considering this kind of freaks me out, because that's what's happening to him. Okay, then, there, suspended in the air, a female humanoid began to descend from above him until they floated face to face. She was nine Uh, feet tall. How? Really? Nine? Nine feet tall. Okay. She had six fingers on each hand.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: She had really hairy legs, and the hair was braided on her thighs.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not not into it. (laughs)
0: I've
1: heard of Bush, but yeah. Well. Okay.
0: So then, she—I don't want to say they had sex. All the articles are like she had sex, but what I'm hearing is she like sexually assaulted assaulted him. Yeah. Okay. In the sky. He
1: was. He was definitely into it.
0: Because she's nine feet tall. I mean, that's so scary. That's like Death by Snoo Snoo from Futurama.
1: Yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Snoo Snoo. (laughs) Sky Snoo Snoo. Sky Snoo Snoo. Uh,
0: Yeah, well, I failed to read any part of the story where Xiao Chu was like, yeah, I feel like this was not consent.
1: Oh, he didn't say yeah?
0: I felt like he was never like, yes, you have to get enthusiastic yes, or it's a No repeat after me everybody you have to get an enthusiastic yes or else it's a no okay and she did not get an enthusiastic yes nor did she get any yes the intercourse was the last thing he remembered Hell yeah he turned up the next morning at his front door wearing only his underwear
1: yeah this is a plot he's you out cheating he's just on cheating? his wife yeah he's hoeing Hoeing. He's slutting it out. pay <laughs> the, the sky, woman got me.
0: Death by snoo-snoo.
1: Death by snoo-snoo.
0: He was uh only wearing his underwear. All the doors and windows were locked as they were when they went to bed. So they were like, oh, that's proof he didn't sneak out. But couldn't you just lock Come the on. door behind you? I don't know. Come on. He was surprised to see that he now had a five centimeter, about two inch scar on his thigh. Instinctually, his other hand rose to fill the other strange mark that was on his forehead, which he was surprised was now a leathery texture. Yeah. He began to pick at it and peel it off, and it came off in one leathery patch. He threw it on the ground, and his wife swept it up.
1: Uh, So that was gross. She just saved it.
0: I know.
1: Put it in a jar. (laughs) What the fuck?
0: Oh. Late in the evening on July sixteenth, Xiao Chu noticed a white light outside his window.
1: Can't catch a break, can you, bro?
0: I know, huh?
1: I got you. Poor guy. That three three-titted bimbo is like, I'll never take another.
0: I bet her parents are like, no, you need to find a nice alien man. And she's like, I love him, dad. I love him.
1: And he's, he's just him. like,
0: uh, He's like, please, it's I'm it's married now. already. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Suddenly, a nine foot tall alien man appeared outside his window. And oh, sp- fuck. <laughs> and spoke to him in Chinese. He said, that's my wife. You fucked. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let's go. And then he walked right through the wall. Next thing he knew, he was whisked away in a cloak. It went over him with a cloak and wow. teleported him. And he was flown for three minutes before landing at the alien's flying saucer base.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: So dope. I love when this happens in abduction stories. Yeah. I, it's my favorite. Come
1: with me if you want to live.
0: Fuck yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> They'll never abduct me because that's how I would react. I'd be like, hey, let's go. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> my podcast is going to love this, you guys. Yeah.
1: Can I bring someone? Can I bring my cat? (laughs) Can I bring a mic? (laughs) Yeah. Can I bring my dog?
0: (laughs) Once inside the base, the alien who brought him there started talking to him. The alien pointed to a big ball on the screen that was rotating and told him, This is what you earthlings call Jupiter. He pointed to another thing and he said, This is what you guys call comets. They're about to collide. Xiao Chu then asked, What are you doing here on earth? Where do you live? And the alien answered, he said, I'm here to take refuge on Earth. I'm here to learn and choose the next race. I'm here to investigate the Earth. He said, We are from under the solar system and the Milky Way, as you people on Earth call it.
1: Oh, flat earthers.
0: He's under it.
1: Underneath. Under the
0: whole shit. Well, that's crazy, because uh, is that like 4D? Is that like the next dimension? They said they were from a faraway place called the United Star. They came to our solar system about 15,000.
1: Hey, I only know one United Star, and that's <laughs> Texas. And United the home
0: States. of the free. are going to
1: give you some freedom. And then he pulled
0: out a gun, and he shot the alien. America. <laughs> Um, so they came to our solar system about 15,000 years ago and set up a base on one of Jupiter's moons to establish an moons. interstellar civilization.
1: Shit, do they know that Jupiter sucks?
0: Jupiter rhymes with poopiter. Well, it's about to get smashed by a comet, according to, to him. Uranus. <laughs> it's about to get smashed by a comet, though, is what he said. So. Well,
1: can we look back at the data? Did it ever get hit by a comet?
0: I feel like I wouldn't. Like we would have heard about it on Reddit or something, if we Jupiter have? got smashed to death.
1: Well, not maybe not to death, but maybe, maybe where they like, were. It was just like a shitty comment.
0: Oh my god, yep. that's crazy. We should look that up. I guess they just like dropped him off after that, and it was chill. One month later, Shouchu. Well,
1: oh, you're the ambassador of this place. We like you. This this is what we're here for. It go. You can go tell your people. They'll yeah, believe fine. you.
0: Cindy said you gave a good snooze naps, so yeah, we're gonna keep bringing you around. One month later, Shao Chu woke up to find himself once again passing through the tapestry. Ah, the- fuck! Yep. He had, like, a tapestry over his bed, and he was, like, really close to it when he woke up, and then he just passed through it the rest of the way, and all of a sudden, he was flying in the fucking sky, and soon enough, he was in a spaceship surrounded by aliens. What
1: Think if you're, like, the human ambassador.
0: That sucks.
1: you terrible.
0: I have a huge problem with, like, doing things spontaneously. I refuse I don't like it. Sometimes I will. If it's like something important to you, I will. But I would fucking hate to get abducted off of my planet whenever. Yeah. Are you kidding?
1: your earliest convenience.
0: I have no ability to be flexible. I can't handle that. Xiao Chu said, they spoke in Chinese, but with a heavy accent that made it hard for me to understand at first. They told me they were refugees, just like me.
1: They're like, this is how you actually speak Chinese, huh?
0: Oh, shit. They are speaking Chinese from the future.
1: The original.
0: They told me they were refugees, just like me, who wanted to leave their dying home behind and start a new life. That's, you know, nice. That's nice.
1: That's romantic.
0: A few months later, Xiao would be abducted once more. Fuck. During this abduction, he asked if he could meet his alien... Uh... Snoo-snoo-er? snoo snoo Yeah, he wants
1: some of that fucking schnoo-snoo. He wants that old old.
0: He's like, hey, is that girl with the braided thigh hair around? Hey, can I
1: talk to the three-booped
0: chick? With the thigh hair? And the alien told him that was impossible. However, they said something that gave him hope. In 60 years on a faraway planet, the son of a Chinese farmer will be born, is what they told him. So... Uh, 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 uh. I guess it takes 60 years for him to have a baby? Is that the implication?
1: He's a deadbeat father!
0: He's definitely gonna have to pay child support. Snow Snow
1: uh-huh. I wonder if Russia's they ever are ever going to come back for him.
0: That's terrifying.
1: Yeah, In 60 years.
0: I mean, also the torture This was
1: 1994, so how
0: many years is that? Oh, like 27 years. We need or to go find him in 27 yeah. years. Yeah.
1: Like, all right, are you ready?
0: So what about that son of a farmer business? Yeah, let's go. Going on? I mean, it would also be like really torturous, the idea that like you have a living, breathing child out there that you will just never know about. They talked about warning humans to stop nuclear testing. They explained that if we continued with nuclear tests, we would face the possibility of nuclear pollution or even war. Aha. Uh-huh.
1: This is fake. This is what, 1992? 94. When the Cold War is happening? And to 1991. It later
0: so, three years after the Cold War ended. We okay.
1: Tensions were high.
0: Tensions were high a while a bit ago. They told him that that would result in the obstruction obstruction of humanity and the destruction of humanity and the planet to prove that shao chu had really seen them the aliens gave him two meteorites from jupiter one big and one small along with a letter addressed to humans they asked shao chu to deliver the letter to the rest of us here's something about him that i didn't mention yet i was gonna say maybe this will change how you feel he only did five years of school like first grade to fifth grade
1: so he was dumb as fuck,
0: and he was like a logger his whole life. So he really didn't.
1: Okay, okay, he was uneducated.
0: I mean, same girl, twins. <laughs> um, so he had the education level of like a fifth grader. Fuck, um, this kids gonna
1: be dumb as shit too.
0: Well, no, actually, because he got it ended up being okay for his kids. Um, so he was. How do
1: you know? You been to
0: Jupiter? A bit. well his kid (laughs) over there fuck I don't know well so okay so he was supposed to only have the educational level of a 5th grader but it was a really big surprise when Meng sent that letter to like his representatives or whatever and he started writing his own letters that had really really good points and all these facts and shit that were just super impressive and people were kind of like how the fuck would you know like how would you know this he seemed to have knowledge that he didn't have before
1: Oh, like it was inserted
0: into him. Via probe.
1: Via probe.
0: The scope of his knowledge was well beyond what one would think that he would know, given his education level. Articles shat on him, though. We've talked about that phenomenon here in America. It kind of goes in a cycle. When there's a big UFO sighting, it seems like people turn on them really fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Skeptics, all of them. Yeah. Speak your truth, King. We believe you. Yeah.
0: In September 2003, UFO researcher Shan Jingping arranged for Meng to do a polygraph test under hypnosis. And I'm so stoked to get to talk about hypnosis because I just listened to a podcast about this. Basically, hypnosis isn't what it seemed to be on movies, okay? It's more like a relaxation technique that gets you into a more focused, relaxed state so that you can access your memories easier. Okay. That's the idea. It's not like on TV or like in Vegas, they'll make like a show oh. out of it, but it's not really like that. Okay. <laughs> and the idea is that if you believe in hypnotism, it'll work. If you don't, it probably won't work. Then yeah, that's pretty much it. He went under hypnosis, got hooked up to a polygraph machine. Here's our guy hooked up to the lie detector test. Oh, hypnosed. Yeah. Hypnosed. <laughs> that's probably high as fuck. He does look high as fuck. Uh, also very luxurious velvet fucking drapery in the back. It looks uh, awesome. Some
1: hotel curtains.
0: Oh, that's probably what it is. Okay, so the results of the lie detector test showed that Xiao Chu was not lying about what happened to him. Jingping also reported that a doctor examined the scar on Shao Pu- oh, So many names. I'm sorry. Shao <laughs> Pu- Poop. Xiao Chu's thigh which he claimed was from the alien abduction, and he concluded that it was not a typical injury or surgical scar. So, doctors yeah. are like, mm, that's something.
1: Me, he couldn't have fallen in the woods and jabbed himself.
0: No way. As of 2003, Shao Chu lived in a logging commune in northeast China in an area called Manchuria. People would bring him gifts. One person brought him a cow. Nice. He said, I sold that. Cows cost money to take care of. What am I going to do with a cow? <coughs> I love that. Somebody else brought him a gigantic Sony TV, which only got two channels in the area he lived in, but whatever.
1: Whatever. Cool. Loved it. It'd be the best two channels around.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Xiao Chu had done countless TV interviews, so when he was looking for a less dangerous job, it was easy for him to land his then-gig, where he just maintained the boiler and watched the pipes on a college campus, because the boss had seen him on the news and already liked the guy.
1: I like him. He seems like he'd really watch a boiler.
0: Oh, yeah, watch that boiler, King. His daughter and wife were able to get good jobs at the campus, too, and his younger son was able to get into a good middle school. Nice. Yeah, so he really turned the hell out of that situation. He well, turned that shit all the way around.
1: Yeah. It was amazing. Can you, Can you like, do one of these? Get abducted? No, see, see air quote, a UFO so we can become famous.
0: I think I could if you help, like... Like, brainwash me. Like, when, every time I'm sleeping, like, play a video of a UFO, like, really close to my eyelids every time I'm in a deep sleep. You're never
1: in a deep sleep. This will never work. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Playing already out the window.
0: I feel yeah. like I could be swayed into believing I got abducted you by a UFO. Yeah,
1: you, slept, you stayed up for, like, three days straight and then slept. That's took true. some edibles. You got to
0: catch me on the right day.
1: This is a coma.
0: One time I had a dream. It was when you were on a vacation, too. It fucked me up. We were living, just me and you, and you went on a trip, and the friggin' first night you were gone, I was so nervous and so scared, and then I had a dream that I was getting picked up out of my bed, and then I couldn't open my eyes, but I could feel my arms and shit being lifted. And somebody lifted my arm. It was two people, two people talking, two people like lifting my arms and shit. And one person lifted my arm and the other person was like writing stuff down, I felt like. And they were like, oh. They were like laughing because I had lint in my armpit. Oh. And it scared me really bad. And then I woke up and I did have lint in my armpit.
1: Ew! You're abducted.
0: I don't think I really was. I don't know. You
1: were. You know. You were. (laughs) It
0: was. It was in Pueblo too. That's where I saw the UFOs twice. Yeah. So it did. All
1: I know is if you look directly at them, they get you.
0: I looked right at them both times. I filmed one of them. I have a video. Like it really. So it did kind of fucking scare me a little. And then you said you had a dream where you float naked, and I was like, stop! I can't listen to this anymore. I have
1: a lot of dreams where I'm naked.
0: That's fucking hilarious. This is the part of the podcast where we do something funny, because I'm scared, you guys. I'm Oh, Jake, good. are you scared?
1: I'm not scared. Oh, no, I'm scared. I, I, uh, I don't know. He is a handsome man, you know, and he's going to have a kid one day.
0: In 60 years.
1: 60 years. That's crazy.
0: I'm going to show you a little video here.
1: Oh, I've seen this.
0: Of Arnold, Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Filling
0: in the pothole?
1: Yeah.
0: But explain to the people what this video is, babe.
1: Um, apparently, the city was sucking so bad that Arnold Schwarzenegger decided to fill in the pothole himself. And some lady's like, I love what you're doing. Yeah. I love you. Hi, are you Arnold?
0: Yeah. So- and then
1: he also has some people with him.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he
1: looks like he's trying not to poop his pants.
0: He does a little bit.
1: Oh, he did a great job.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's a great summary. Yeah. This is a video of Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor of California, famed movie actor, who we just talked about earlier, about the three titties, which is so funny. Uh Uh-huh. But, um...
1: He strikes back.
0: He strikes back. Yeah, here's a video of him filling in a pothole on his street. And, yeah, like you said, there's all these friends helping him. People are telling him how good of a job he's doing. Do you want to know what that pothole was, Jake?
1: Let me think. That pothole was probably, like, opening to, like, fiber optic or (laughs) some weird construction thing.
0: It is... A
1: manhole cover.
0: (laughs) It is actually a utility trench.
1: What a dumb fuck. So, so
0: yeah... (laughs) (laughs) That's like where, like you said, where like fiber optic cables would go or maybe Uh like gas meters for the city Uh or yeah. And it's like a little thing they have carved out so that utility workers could get to it. And he thought it was a really bad pothole, and he went and filled it up.
1: What a fucking boomer. You
0: need to look sometimes. You Ugh. have to, like, look and assess the situation first. Yeah. And you know what's really funny is, like, Google is so fucked now because you could just pay money to, like, have search results cleaned or, like, whatever, you know? Uh-huh. So this video is actually really hard to find, and I think it's because and now people know it? it was a fucking utility trench that he was fucking Sh- filling in. <laughs> I'm
1: <a> fucking dumbass. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's a knee slapper. Listen, folks, I'm not going to submit you to any more bad pronunciations today. If you want to see the sources for this week, just check out our show notes. If you have a scary story, you can email it to us at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-T-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And don't forget to drink water.
1: Don't forget to steal water from a security guard. Buddy Bye.
0: <laughs> Ciao, chew.
1: Bless you. That joke's hitting, man. Okay. You need to laugh at that more.
0: I loved it like the first five times.
1: It still holds. <laughs> still has, still gets play.